Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been hanging by myself Asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah, you always make me feel like oh yeah, you. You never leave my thoughts alone. Yeah, you. You're the reason I'm going out of my mind. I just can't stop thinking about you. Maybe you're brave, boy, you're my weakness Giving we take the love that we make It's my favorite drug Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain holds you I've been hanging by myself Asking for help But nothing seems to work on you yeah. You always make me feel like oh yeah you. you never leave my thoughts alone yeah you You're the reason I'm going out of my I just can't stop thinking about yeah Welcome, welcome, welcome once again back to the Lance Skirv Live. I have to apologize for last night. I went out around and about and I was so tired. Let me tell you how it went down. I got home a little bit before eight. Mrs. Skirv was already in the bed sleeping. And I came in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my show tonight. And I said, let me just put my bags down, brought back some groceries. And uh, my camera bag didn't get any footage yesterday, but I got, oh, no, yeah, I did get footage yesterday. Oh, I'm lying to you. I did the restaurant piece there. I went to the restaurant just to check it out. It had been so long before, you know, they were always a grand opening, grand opening. I kept pushing it back. And I saw it. And I said, aha, let me get up there. So you know me, have camera, will travel. I sort of speaking to one of the guys who run the place. And I said, hey, listen, can I get an interview? He said, sure. He says, well, how long are you going to be here? I said, what do you mean? I'm getting ready to go now. I just ate. 
He said, no, 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 in Ghana. I said, man, I live here now. He says, whoa. He says, will you have time? I said, sure, come on, let's roll. It was only about, what, six minutes or something like that? But he spoke so well. He's a public speaker and a DJ and an MC and all this stuff. And actually, we have uh, something to do in a few days, maybe the, the 10th, I think it is, he said. He sent me a flyer. I'm definitely going to put it up. It's something to do with some school. They have all these events and stuff going in. He said he'd love to have me there. I said, sure, I'll come. I'll bring the cameras too, of course. So that means even more footage. So you see how it is, the power of networking when when, when you just... Oh, oh, Master Glam, yeah, I'm just looking at the chat room now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just getting in my zone right now. I'm a little fatigued. That was up from 3.30 this morning. So I had a really productive day today on a lot of little things and whatnot. And the website is where it's supposed to be. I'm happy about that. So a couple little more tweaking I have to do. But I want to go out and show you things like that because there's so much here to show. I'm not going to blame it on not being mobile because you can get around here cheap and just as fast on the vans. But the bottom line is, you know, there's more to Ghana and Accra than meets the eye, even though this is a place where it's like the big city and the people who live in other parts who where it's more slower. They say, well, this is the real Ghana, but Accra is not. They say Accra is a dirty place. It's fast. And it's, man, it sounds like New York City when you uh, speak about it. I, I blend right on in. As a matter of fact, it's a watered down New York City. It doesn't compare. So to me, I'm laid back here in the city. So could you imagine in the country? So, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, I always feel that when you go out with good intentions and a good spirit and, and you have things in your heart that you want to do and accomplish that you are on a righteous collision course with other people and you'll spot each other and you'll see the magic and how that happens. So if I never went in there and never did that video and never showed it back to him and treated him so nice, the connection wouldn't have been made. So just think about how many connections we can make in the outside world as we move about some connections you may not want. But there are always good people who right now are on a righteous collision course with your life. Could you imagine a person that you're supposed to meet next week, a person that you're supposed to meet tomorrow where um, you don't know it? It can just change your life and maybe you're there to change the other person's life. It's not always about changing uh, your life, but it's to do for them. So that's the way I think about it. And as I move about, I'm moving nice and slow, but I came and I was so tired. And I said, let me just lay down. I, was, I said it to myself because I was feeling it. And I didn't know where all this fatigue came from, but just over time and everything. But since I'm having really good productive days now and I'm going to pace myself and get more footage and more good stuff, that's how I'm going to do it because I'm not going to slack on that. I'm just going to be more diverse. So I was up from 3.30 this morning and I got my um, did a little article. <laughs> I was out and about and just doing the damn thing. So it's... um. It's fabulous. Life is good. And I feel good about life. And I'm looking forward to more life. And I'm looking forward to being productive with the life that I have. Yes. Let me go down the list here. I got to acknowledge my family. I missed y'all. I felt so guilty. I didn't even get a chance to wake up. I woke up at 830. I, I didn't wake up. I just looked at the phone and the phone was heavy. My hand was heavy. My head was heavy. I can understand that because my head's so big. And I said, I got to make an announcement or just get up and do this show. And I just, I just fell asleep. I went into REM sleep in probably like three minutes. I was out. And then I grabbed the phone again. It was 3.30. I said, oh, my God. So don't think that I'm just forgetting or slacking. And I had to do some extra things today. We ran up and down today. And um, I said, boom, let's get this thing going 10.30, 10.35. I pushed it back five minutes. So we're here. 
I want to talk about a few things. This is not going to be a six-hour show. <laughs> Might be a 14-hour show. Who knows? But um, there's so much going on out in the world right now. So much sneaky, underhanded, crazy things going on right now. And I wrote a short article on the media and how the black media is being choked off and killed by our gross neglect. And I'm just going to talk about that article. Forget When I put it up, you don't even have to read it because I'm going to talk about it right now. And that's not even on the list of what I'm going to talk about tonight. I watched a clip from Roland Martin on The Breakfast Club. I don't know how many people saw that. See, my mind is jumping. Let me go ahead and acknowledge everybody. Like I said, and I just totally forgot it, right? <laughs> Can't acknowledge myself on top here because my name is Ever Landon Price. Master Glam, she says, hey, 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 family, <laughs> right? We are here. Okay. Okay. The most, the most show Chicago. All right. Welcome on in brother. Welcome on in Kwame, brother Kwame and Queen Missouri. I love the spelling of that name. Yes. Let me see. Kamisha Steffens in the house. Yes. Welcome on in. I'm glad you're here. And let me not do the double thing. Let me just make sure it's a lot of, okay. Doris Legrand. Nice name, Doris Legrand. Introducing Doris Legrand. <laughs> Sounds like a name with a lot of dignity there, right? Indigo King 1111. Much love to you, brother. We're still sending that positive energy to you. As always, Kay Levy, glad you're here. I'm, I'm seeing you. I said, I haven't seen you for a while. Or maybe I'm just blind, right? D Griffin in the house. Yes, you're here. Nice on time. Not that you're not on time. Cherry Ann D. Ali. Yes. Cherry Andy Ali, that's a member of my family. She's the greatest of all time. <laughs> I messed up on that one, right? <laughs> all right. We got everybody. We just see the conversation. If anybody comes after and I don't acknowledge them, it's because my eyes are like kind of looking straight to the side, right? So anyway, we're going to do it that way. But yeah, um, when he spoke about the media, the one point that I wanted to bring up that I wrote in the article, which kind of messes up the surprise of the article, but so what? I can do that. It's that when advertisers, so-called mainstream companies, offer advertising money to black media, they usually give it the crumbs. And there's a lot of black media that even though in their mind they're taking the crumbs that may look good, they're actually training these people who don't look like us to continue giving us the crumbs that we should demand more, but they want that money. Right. And so they give them the crumbs. If they also give the mainstream, what they call mainstream platforms, the big money. So I'm not making up the same numbers that Roland Martin stated, but let's just exaggerate it to prove a point. If they give um, CNN $5 million to run several ads on their platform. They might give some black media platforms $50,000. You see what I mean? Like I'm giving you this. But when they advertise on mainstream platforms, those ads might contain a black face. So here we are clapping. Oh, man, we making it. That product's for us. The product may not be made for you, chances are. It may not be made by us, chances are. There might be some people that look like us working in that company, but it's benefiting someone else. But 
the face on it is ours. And we go and spend because we feel good because we see a face on a product. What is it? The Chrysler 300. That vehicle, they is this still around? I'm not sure. But the Chrysler 300, when it was around, they marketed that so heavy to us. They had the guy outside and coming out the car in a suit. And he'd hold the door open. It would be a beautiful black woman coming down and getting inside. Do we own Chrysler? You see what I mean? But they market it to us, and we buy it, purchase it, hook, line, and sinker. Well, you know, they have some car companies out here. What is it called? Katanka? And they make some nice vehicles. And I'm going to try to land an interview with the owner and maybe get a chance to walk around the plant so you can see. I mean, (laughs) For a split second, I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, is this good enough? Is this world class? Well, when I see the vehicles here that they make, modern, slick, stylish, durable, why isn't the world hearing about this? Well, maybe they don't have enough advertising dollars. Maybe their business is here in surrounding countries in Africa, right? I don't know. I want to find out those answers because those vehicles are dope. I don't know how long the track record is, how long they last. Maybe they last longer than 100,000 miles, like with American vehicles. And the American vehicles can go on a little more, but we know with Japanese vehicles, you know, hey, I wish it was us, but we know the deal. They're durable. They last. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that's what it is with the advertising. And that's what kind of pissed me off. So what I wanted to say in that article, I want everyone to do at least three things for me. Find some black Companies, media outlets that are truly black, that's not just got a few black faces and other hands like marionette puppets controlling us, black bookstores, black hospitals, if there are any there, black banks, black everything, right? And I want to make a list. I will, you know, just one by one, take what you send to me and I'll make a list and I want to put it on one page on my site, landscurve.com, and break it up into different categories. And there may be a miscellaneous category for different, you know, shops that, uh, you know, health food stores that are black. Everything American, a- African, and beyond, even if it's somewhere in a different country, I'll, I'll, I'll set it up that way. And I'd actually set that up before with different countries, different states, every country and where we are. But it didn't go off too well. I just don't understand it, which will lead me into the next topic in a second on shadow banning and some things that I recently found out that are not too cool. But with that, we have to demand that we are supported by those people who want to advertise their products on our platforms. Yeah, we'll advertise. Yeah, but pay the platforms what they deserve. And we have to bring up different black news programs, different black newspapers, different black periodicals, which really, I'm not going to say they're on their last leg, but we're not where we should be. We were a lot better off back in the 50s, back in the 60s, when we had strong black media and we weren't afraid to say the word black. Okay, there are going to be people who have a problem with the word black. I understand that. We'll come up with another word. We're, our names change every like 15 years or so. <laughs> they didn't change as much recently, but I remember colored. I remember Negro. I remember Afro-American. I remember African-American, but it should be American-African. If my name is Lance Skirvin, 
I knock off the I and the N because it's cool to jam together and say Lance Skirv, but my government name is Lance Skirvin. I don't say, hey, my name is Skirvin Lance. So we say African-American. No, we should switch that around like, you know, a, a brother told us, Brother Leo, Pope Leo, call it American-African. That's, that will bind us together. If you put the African last, I'm a Brazilian African. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Puerto Rican African, whatever. But put that last that has more power, that does something to the psyche. Doing it that way empowers us even more because we have, we're the most categorized people on the planet. I mean, we have so many different categories, and then we have the unspoken categories, and I know, I know you're tired of hearing it. But when one is from the north against one from the south, one is lighter skin, one is darker skin, one has the education and one doesn't have the education, one has the money and the other one doesn't have the money, well, I'm better than you because I know the secret handshakes and you don't. What the hell? We're split up in so many little pieces, we can't be effective. So at least say African last. And on the census, if you check it, put a new box and say American African. What are they going to say? That you have to adhere to this? Hell, you got men out here saying they're women and going and running track meets and winning it. And they're, well, we must acknowledge them as a woman. Well, acknowledge me as an African, damn it. You know what I mean? And some people don't want to be called that. That's fine with me but you're going to feel it on your backside to the point where you're going to realize that you are in this society. That's the way it goes. We're going to be squeezed to the point where we're going to be like in the movie roots where they, you know, Kunti Kinte, they made him say Toby. Well, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do it the reverse way. Now they're going to make us know that we are African people worldwide and that we need to come together. But I'm not saying we need to come together. I'm not saying we need to wake up. I don't do that no more. Stay asleep for those who want to stay, stay asleep. With the ones who are awakened, we're the ones who need to join. You know what I mean? In every conceivable way, because we've been fractured and split up in so many different ways and rendered ineffective. This, we, we should already know this and we should already have moved on from this. You know what I mean? It's like all the other school buses left, but our class is sitting here still counting the heads, still getting things straight. We should have been on the next level. But until we get there, we're not going to do good in business amongst our masses until our masses wake up. But until then, I will work with those who are awakened. And who wants to stay asleep in a burning house? Well, the cannibals will come and eat you. Because we can't wait any longer. That'll be what I say for the rest of the year. And after that, I'm not even going to say that. But right now, we cannot wait any longer. Hell, do we have the whole year to wait? I'm not, I'm not even going to be saying that. Oh, you know, we can't wait no longer. No. Do what you do. Even if you do it yourself and don't want to group up with those who appear to be awake. Do something. Move something toward the future. Do, do a different change. Change something in your day. Same effort. Same result. You got to change something up. I wouldn't have had a beautiful day earlier today if I didn't wake up at 3.30. I'm not waking up at 3.30 again this morning. Because right now it's 10.55 for me. I'm going to put in an hour and I have to bounce. I have to get back in the bed. I had so much sunlight on me. I really got baked nice today and I felt it. I took in some nutrients, you know, extra vitamins that I haven't taken. They're sitting right there in the bottles. I have not been taking them. 
So at this age of mine, 60 years old, I got to really start, you know, and I'll come back stronger. I'm not weak, but I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. And me falling asleep like that yesterday, that was my body saying, hey, I got the last laugh. I got the final word. This is what you're going to do. <laughs> right? But yeah, seriously, I want to list. You can send everything to Lance at LanceGurve.com. And I'm going to decide if it's going to be on the site or the bulletin board or the V bulletin board, like I was saying. I, I really feel to go and do that again there because everybody can make their own profiles and stuff like that. And it's really cool because you can email each other and everything. I think I'm going to do it that way. That'll be better. My content is scroll. My, my content, of course, my content is here, but the contact information is scrolling below. And if you miss it, it's down in the description area below. And just check all that stuff out down there. There's a lot of stuff down there um, to keep us connected. So, aside from that, we have this thing called shadow banning. And I always knew that I was shadow banned. I'm not complaining like a little kid who didn't get as much pieces of candy as the next kid. I know how I stand on these platforms. I understand. We must always understand that these platforms do not belong to us. We are in somebody else's house. So if somebody doesn't like us in their house at their party, they may smile at us while the other guests are looking, but they'll sneer at us when they see that the other guests are not looking. We are not wanted, especially when we speak a certain way. And I know I've been causing problems all my life because I never went for certain things, no matter what it was in front of me or around me, as far as me having to muzzle up. I never did. I was always a troublemaker. With class, I knew when to speak, but when it was time to speak, I had no problem speaking. You see what I mean? But with shadow banning, and let's look at the definition. I always have to come correct. Shadow ban, block a user from a social media site or online forum without their knowledge, typically by making their posts and comments no longer visible to others. You see, I'm going to say it again. Shadow ban, block a user from a social media site or online forum without their knowledge, typically by making their posts and comments no longer visible to other users. Now, why would somebody want to do that? <laughs> Let me just look at another definition here. It's a question. How do I know if I'm shadow banned? If you feel like your posts are receiving fewer likes and comments suddenly or aren't appearing for certain hashtags or on the explore page, you might be shadow banned. I would think so. I would think so. And here's another meaning with other names. This is a good one. What is meant by shadow banning? Shadow banning, also called stealth banning, hell banning, ghost banning, and comment ghosting is the practice of blocking or partially blocking a user or the user's content from some areas of an online community in such a way that the ban is not readily apparent to the user, regardless of whether the action is taken. Interesting. So we know today that in this world, there's a truth that's moving swiftly and fast and very powerful. 
that we already know the deal about certain things. We already know the deal about why we had to take a jab when we're not even a boxer. And you know what I mean by that. We know this already. We've come to a realization and we know. But I'm going to say it. Many, if not all, of these social media platforms are co-opted by the governments of the world, mainly the United States. If the government of the United States doesn't want certain things put out there, they know that not only social media is popular and powerful, but they also know that media is powerful. Hence, the whole Tucker Carlson situation, which bears watching, right? We can say, oh, well, he's a white man. It doesn't matter. We got to talk about Don Lemon. Well, that's a different story, Don Lemon, from what I'm seeing right now. But the whole Tucker Carlson thing, and that's a white man where he has other white men in high places against him because he's speaking out in a way, whether you agree with him or not, that is a threat to, to, to the corporate entities of the world that are attached to media. Their media is a sham, and he's exposing it. Now, you may not always agree because I got a couple bones I got to pick with him. But watching them battle on their platforms against him, we don't have a chance then. Now, do we? That's not to be defeated or, or to walk around feeling like we're beaten down. No. The bottom line is that we need to support independent media and a lot black media and a lot of black media that you see on social media is not black media. I'm going to say that again. There's a lot of so-called black media that is not black media on social media. There are people, again, and I'm not picking on anybody, but yeah, I am picking on a few people. And it's not because I'm butthurt because my channel's not growing. It, 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 it's supposed to be where it is uh, uh, 10 times over, but I know the game. My sister called me. I won't really put everybody's name out there. But she said, Lance, I haven't received notifications in a long time. And when I punched your name in on YouTube, I've been unsubscribed. They took me from being subscribed to your channel. I found it to be strange. And when I looked for you, there are videos that I could not even find. And the other day when we had... Brother Neil Frazier on, she caught maybe an hour and a half into the show. So this channel is severely, severely shadow banned as an example. And I'm going to be bold in the next few days in what I put out there because <laughs> they don't scare me. But at the same time, I want to I want to keep a connection to my family here. And how am I going to do that? Well, heavily if you don't catch a live or you miss something, always go to landscurve.com. I don't bug people every day with every show by putting it on the mailing list. Nobody wants to see every day the same thing. Always oh, do another show. We know he's doing another show. Another, you know, I put the important shows out. Like when we have Neil Frazier, we have, you know, another guest that may be, you know, a heavyweight in what they do in a can't miss show. But other than that, I'm not going to bother anybody. I was thinking about doing a weekly type of digest, like this is the week and this is what you missed. But 
if you're really into this platform, go to the site. You'll catch everything because I embedded into the site and you have to see it then. So you can be unsubscribed. You're still going to see it on landscurve.com. I can be shadow banned even more, but you can see it there. And that's what it is because they want to control the narrative of your subconscious mind and how you think, and they do not need troublemakers like me and several others out there doing so. Now, uh, Kwame Brown, what, what's the hashtag? Bus life or something like that? <laughs> Bus, whatever. Um, I was observing what he was saying for a short time. And um, he was saying that YouTube, and I'm saying it straight up, he said it. I was too lazy to get the clip. I know you trust me. I'm not going to lie about anything. But he basically said YouTube shadow bans people, and they, they give others the power who are in that shadow ban. Like, okay, say, for example, they'll say, oh, he's a black YouTuber. Of course, I'm a black YouTuber. I'm going to see things from my point of view, but I don't always have to say it. Hi, everybody. I'm a black YouTuber. I'm a black YouTuber. When you see my face and you see the type of topics we talk about, you already know what time it is. So those who are in that same category who may be more favored by YouTube, YouTube gives them the right to knock your stuff down. What kind of mess is that? What, what, kind, of, what kind of cool... A slave catcher mentality is that. But you're not just going to be anybody. And there are very few of those people. But they don't want your stuff to get out because they don't want you to outshine them. Oh, this rabbit hole goes deep. I can tell you so much, but I'm going to wait a little while to where when I say the things I say, you'll see it because nobody here is stupid. And again, I'm so blessed to have such an intelligent um chat room family and just it's not about me it's it's all you I'm, I'm a plate you don't go to the restaurant the five-star restaurant to watch the plates you go there to eat the food and you all are the food that have fed me lots of times by me going back and watching the chat you know what i mean so um it's um it it, it it's a hell of a thing that you put so much work into something and to me, it's an it's a invert compliment. You mean I'm that bad? Not really. It's just that I have that stick intuitiveness and they see me every day, every day, every day. Might miss a day, but I come back double the next day. I, I got a couple little things on the camera that I'm going to put up as soon as I wake up in the morning. But tonight, after the show, I'm jumping right in. Grab a glass of water and jump right on it. Maybe a little cup of tea or something. We'll see. Because I'm I'm a little drowsy right now from three three thirty in the morning, and it's eleven oh eight now. Shoot, if I was up to three thirty again, that's twenty four hours I've been up. I'm not going to complain. We're going to do our thing, but yeah, this shadow banning thing, the control over the minds, because we don't really realize how much their mainstream media has control over our minds. Now many here are conscious enough to not let it happen that way. But I would say the majority of us are hypnotized. And if the TV doesn't get it, which most of us don't watch TV anymore, but we'll watch news programs on YouTube, right? And all of this is, is worse than when people said years ago, you better stay away from that witchcraft. You better stay away from that Ouija board. 
And I've heard the Ouija board stories about moving around by itself and stuff. That's crazy. But what's even crazier is that we got this box in our house called the television or the laptop or the computer. And we sit in front of it for such a long time, me included, to get stuff out there. And the other day, yesterday, before I left, I'm going to say I was kind of spooked. Why were you spooked, Lance? I just couldn't get myself up and together. You know, I was up early, got a lot done. And then for a two hour period, I was in a fog and it didn't come from me. And I'm like, what the heck is this? So I took my time, got ready and got the heck up and out of here. And as soon as I got out of the, out of the house, I was good. But it was like something holding me here. So you got to be careful with these computers and we're sitting in front of it. We don't know what's, what, what was popping back at us. We look at it. We, we search the things we need. I don't really have leisure time there. I'm always trying to create a show or something for the site or something different. And they got more features coming up on the site also for engagement. But it was strange to me, that kind of energy that I had. I said, yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say they were beaming in thoughts in my mind to be lethargic. Or, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to acknowledge that. Those kind of things may be true. You know what I mean? But because we know with their so-called technology, which means take knowledge, makes you dumb and you're dependent on it. So this is why, like for me, earlier to walk around and, and put my feet not in the dirt per se, but, you know, go around some little dusty areas. I don't mean dusty like it's bad, but back to nature and feel the stillness and the quiet and the peacefulness instead of this blue light that you're facing, whether it's on the computer or on the phone. We get up in the middle of the night, we look at our phones, but know that that blue light is a cheap carbon copy of sunlight. And it will wake you up. So try not to. Cut it off. Get up and go to the bathroom, come back, leave it alone. If you have children or if you're up at night or you have loved ones who, you know, they may be or need assistance, but somebody else is taking care of them, keep it on, but turn it down low. And give a certain ringer to a certain person that may be in that circle of people that you really have to care for overnight. You know what I mean? You may have to be the one or designated driver to go out and you may have an aunt or older aunt that in a, she's in a wheelchair and another family member is a caretaker, but she don't drive. And they run out of medication. They may have to go somewhere. Keep them on it. But all the other frivolous calls, let them go. We have to become more organized now at this point in our life because the enemy is coming against us in so many different ways. I'm a big boy. Y'all can say that. There better not be no crack out there. Hey, boy, pow. <laughs> but, I, but I'm a grown man. I can handle this game because this is their yard. This is their property. This is their dinner table. They can ban me all they want. But they can't ban me from dealing directly with you. And so this is why Landscurve.com, for the things that I do, it has to, if you don't see me no more, go there. There'll be stuff there. Now, I don't do rumble per se. Rumble to me is like where you have the mainstream disgruntled newscasters that go in there and they can say a little more. But it is useful because I can upload things there where YouTube won't let me. 
I have everything automatically put on there, but I'm not on there because I get very little hits there. Not because they're shadow banning me, but you know, that's like selling that's like selling pork in a nation of Islam gathering. Nobody's gonna buy it. <laughs> My brother, you're gonna you're gonna waste your time here today, brother. <laughs> Or I love Farrakhan t-shirts at a Klan rally. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. Right? So certain things we know so we can work around it. Let me just grab a little sip of this water. Give me a second to blaze this water. Yes, Cinnamon Star, 808. When my power went out for a few hours, my mind got clear. I got so much done. Yes, yes. You know, we got to disengage. Get in when we need to and get out. And admittedly, I am on here a lot. I have to condense the time and move faster and get more sunlight. And I felt so much better earlier. Oh, man, the difference, the change was so much. So imagine I do this every single day. But like I said, I'm going to get a good amount of sleep, so I'm not going to wake up at 3.30 again, maybe 9, and get right up and get right to it. But I'm getting me some sunlight because it felt too good. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Um, situationships. What the hell is a situation? I like that word, though. I like the word. I don't like what it means situationships like what are you trying to explain what does it mean well i don't think i can find this on the computer but you know what let's 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 try to find the definition and i'm typing with one hand because i'm reaching over to this laptop which is not close to me situationships let's see what it says oh we got it Ah, situationships. The buzzword defines a problem that people have long struggled with romantic relationships that aren't official, but are still well something. In other words, a non-committal relationship that hasn't been defined, a.k.a. no DTR define the relationship conversation has taken place. They haven't defined it. So it's a situationship. Ah, it's romantic, but it's not official but it's still, well, something. So that's kind of blurry. So one situationship I can assume is different than another situation. Situationship. It's a modern word for that type of, that type of relationship that doesn't fit in the traditional boxes. So we have to put it over here in a miscellaneous box called situationships. Okay, I get it. And I got it before, but what is considered a situationship? Less than a relationship, but more than a casual encounter or booty call. <laughs> a situationship refers to a romantic relationship that is and remains undefined. A situationship is that space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship, explains psychotherapist and author Jonathan Alpert. Jonathan Alpert? You know that's a white man's name, Alpert. So what you know about situationships, man? <laughs> to me, that's more of a black thing. I don't know. Uh, okay, let me see some of these other questions. Okay, okay. These look pretty good. I'm going to read a few of these off. 
What does a situationship into a relationship? A situationship is an under, uh, it's going to be repetitious. It's an undefined romantic relationship between two people. Learn about the pros and cons. Oh, they're trying to sell a daggone book. Let me move on. Learn about the pros and cons. Like, this is something I desire. I don't think anybody who's in a situationship desires a situationship, right? Either you want a relationship or even those that say, listen, I'm not going to lie to you, girl. I need a booty call and you need some too. At least you define it. But situationship is like going to a restaurant and there's that one kid who can't make up their mind what they want to eat off the menu. Come on, man. Let's hurry up. You're holding us all up. Okay. What is the difference between dating and a situationship? I'm not going to linger on this too much. The only difference between a relationship and a situationship is that there is no label or or commitment. This means even if you treat each other as partners, you can technically still date other people. However, a situationship is much more than just being friends with benefits. Okay. But you can still date other people. So basically, it's like a friends with benefits that doesn't have a label. But okay, let me ask. With situationships, since it is much more than just being friends with benefits, does one have the right to be jealous even though they say that you can date other people? You can technically still date other people. But when you're swapping crotch sauce on a regular basis, jealousy kicks in no matter what you call the situation. Jealousy to me defines what the situationship is. You get mad, then this got to be a little more. Put it in the regular box and don't do the drama. Because when you keep messing around with somebody, trust me, you're going to catch some feelings. You're going to catch them big time. Okay, let me see if there's any other one here that is, um, oh, wow, can a situationship turn into love? Many situationships do go the distance and turn into loving, committed relationships. But it can also be an easy way out for someone who wants to keep their options open, who can't help thinking there might be someone better out there in dating app land. See, that's the bad thing about this, right? Because do you really ever commit? Like people are always looking for a way out. People, I'm not saying everybody, but it's just like the stereotypical situation where, and I wouldn't suggest this, two lovers who are madly in love with each other go on the side of a cliff of a mountain, hold hands and jump off. Now, why in the hell would you want to do that? But I understand what they mean. Like we're so committed to each other. We're going to die together. I don't know about that. I was born to live and I have a work to do. So I ain't trying. Love you, Mr. Scurve, but um, we ain't doing that. <laughs> no way. No way. Mm-mm. Wow. This is amazing to me. We've opened up a can of worms here. So at what point? Where do you join the line? I think, especially when they mention dating apps, we go into things with the door open to get out. To me, the old school way, even before I was born more so when people were married and stayed married, and some people say, well, they stayed married, but they were a lot of them were miserable and didn't want to get out because, well, then that's on you. We need to go into relationships with that total commitment. And who am I to tell anybody how to live their life? But I'm just saying there's a lot of messy situations with situationships and even committed so-called relationships on the outside, but it's rotten on the inside. People who profess great love in public, but they don't sleep together. They don't talk to each other. They have no relationship. Well, then it better be a, a situationship. At least let the love flow. 
I don't understand it. And so many people are scared of real relationships. And I understand why they've been hurt, but they're scared by the way they've been brought up. From what I see, you know, they see a mother abusing, the, uh, the father abusing the mother. And yeah, they, the mother could be abusing the father too. There are a lot of women who abuse men. And we don't talk about that as much. We're not just talking about hitting them over the head like a Tyler Perry movie with the frying pan. You throw you hit them this way, pow. But the emotional hurt that many women cause men and as well, men cause women. But we're going to do shows talking about that. Not to knock the women, not to bash the women. You know how I get down. We go in with surgical precision on a topic, which can easily be switched to say, oh, if we're talking about the men who are abused by women, we know there's an equal part of it where there are women being abused by men. But again, like I say, in this society, because we have the physical strength, we don't talk about that as much. How men can hurt in the midnight hour and cry and hurt. We want to be loved too. We want that forever love. Even if it's not forever. Meaning that we're not going to live on this level forever, but to have that feeling this person said that they're going to be with me forever. That's a beautiful thing. Ain't no way you're going to get that kind of feeling in a situationship. I'm not knocking those who are in it, but there's no way. When you know that a person has full commitment to you, that's got to be a good feeling. They study you like you a college course and they want to get a degree as they should. You should study each other and get to know each other deeply and do things for each other every single day of your life to let them know, not just by saying it, by doing it. Accepting them as they are. And hopefully you're, you accept yourself as you are, but you're seeking to also improve yourself, but your mate is not beating you down for imperfections. We all have imperfections. None of us are perfect, but we can perfect ourselves. You understand? We're not perfect, making ourselves perfect, but we can perfect and do better. Incrementally, the next day, be a better person for ourselves and for our relationship. Because ah, situationships, that's like going to the barber and the barber cutting off people's hand and hitting the ground and you pick up the hand trying to put it on your head <laughs> and make sense of it. Look, glue this to my head and make a style. Well, you got so much different people DNA on your head. How are you going to do that? And that's why we got to keep people out of our relationships because they can quickly turn into situationships. You done married this person and you don't know why the hell you did it. They done turned into somebody else because somebody else done got in their head, just like the media gets in black people's heads and has us fighting against each other. Ain't that something? So we got to do better than that. Aye, I'm going to think about that more. Of course, uh, Kwame, it takes two to tangle, you know? Of course it does. But, but somebody is in denial, and it could be both who are in denial about what needs to improve in their relationships. Because... Too many of us, like I said, we get online, we see these videos, we go on Instagram, we see these women, come on men, and ladies too, looking at the men, and some of them looking at the women. <laughs> I see the comments. 
We look at these women and, 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 and we're afraid to commit in real life because there might be somebody out there that looks that way. So who the hell cares what they look like? Let me tell you something. As you get older, looks, and I don't mean stop taking care of yourself now. There's no excuse for that. I'm just talking about the natural aging of a good woman. There's nothing more beautiful. The natural aging of a good man who takes care of himself and you're doing this together you have blinders on to the world and for each other. You're not taking these blinders off and going on Instagram and say, well, you know, my wife, she's 70 years old now, but uh, uh, 40 years ago, boy, she had a shape on her. But this chick here on Instagram, she blows her away. So I'm trying to figure out a way to get away from my wife now. You're going to jump into something so completely new and don't know? That might be hell on earth waiting for you. And because your wife's booty sagged, you want to go jump and get another one. Take pictures of your wife's booty from when she's young so you can lust after them when you get old. Girl, <laughs> you had some nice ass back there in the 1940s. Sagging now, but I'm going to keep looking at this picture because it's all mine. Commitment. Not no damn situation ship. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. This other thing. Unseen worlds. That's a whole other show. So I'm just going to dip into it. A little bit because I got to say that for me, I'm not going to say on a major level, like the, in the middle, in the middle panel there, they thought when they were about to do what they do, there was going to be an unseen world, unseen world. And she walked in on it, but that's not the kind of thing I'm talking about right now. The older I get, I'm not aging myself, but I have to say that the more I clear my conscience, the more I heal the more I get away from whatever trauma I've been through is the more I can feel and see certain situations. And I don't mean just see it with my naked eye, but I can feel it. And it leads me a certain way. Let me tell you two things that happened to me. My friend who comes in, Kevin, I don't know if he came into the chat room today. I was just speaking to him. I said that I had to call him. I think it was like two days I haven't spoken to him. I haven't spoken to him. I had my hand on the phone about to dial him. Matter of fact, I was in the palace shopping mall here in Accra. And I was walking down the aisle with her, Mrs. Skurve. And I spoke this to her out loud. I said, I got to call Kevin. And there were a couple of products on the shelf that I wanted him to see also. And um, I started to dial. Guess who called me? Kevin. I could not believe it. I had just called it out. The day before, my friend Angelo, who I've known since 1969, it had been a good while since we talked. He might have shot me some stuff on social media, little memes to laugh at or whatever, but we haven't had a serious conversation the longest that we've ever known. It was several months. I'm home, and I've been telling Mr. Scrivis, I'm going to call Angelo, I'm going to call Angelo. So when I picked the phone up in my hand and my thumb was about to hit the first digit, boom, boop, Angelo. I'm not saying that I'm some clairvoyant or I talk things. That I should say winning lottery ticket. Now, shouldn't I? <laughs> oh, if I make some millions or some billions, I'm going to fly all y'all out here. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do, do a real live. <laughs> We're going to walk the streets and do videos together. It'll be like, what is this guy walking with a camera and they got 30 or 40 people around them? It's a walk and talk, baby. This is how we do it. 
Ah, uh, y'all can stay as long as y'all want. For real. This is going to be cooking up some food. We're going to have some fun. I will talk your ears off. So you're like, Lance, I got to go in my room. I can't take it no more. I'm having too much fun, but I got to sleep. That'll be sweet. Get me one of them tour buses. <laughs> you drive around. Like, yo, where you want to go? Flip a coin. You choose. We're going to have some fun. But yeah, um, I'm feeling more things that help to guide me. This is not about speaking on spooky stories. I put up a spooky looking picture. That don't look right. But I'm guided more. And I know I've always been that way. But the more in touch with myself that I find myself in, myself with, if it makes sense, is the more I'm on a flow that's not interrupted. I think it, and somehow it always works out. I make my effort, right? I do what I have to do, but it just always seems to flow. So therefore, and I've never been a person to worry about anything, but I'll just say there is no worry. There is concern, but there's no worry. Concern, I spend enough time, you know, ironing things out when I'm done, it's time to go to bed. Nothing's going to stop me. It's time to eat a good meal. Nothing's going to stop me. It's late now, right? No kids around. Time to have a good orgasm. Nothing's going to stop me. Certain things should not mess you up your mind where it's, it's, it's taking away from those things that we do to keep us alive, to sustain us. You know? Now, I know if you have a loved one in the hospital or they're going through stuff with their health that's life-threatening, I give you a pass. I'm not going to say you're going to sit up here and be Mr. Spock and all cool. Everything is affirmative. <laughs> you know what I mean? The doctor said everything's going to be all right. If you're crying or something, yeah, you're human. You ain't Mr. Spock off of Star Trek. You know what I mean? So the bottom line is we have to understand that like a smooth transition or transmission, I'm sorry, is like a smooth transition into that next level. A lot of us don't think about it. I'm not saying you have to think about it all the time, but be aware that there's some things that are going to happen to you in this life that are unexplainable, that will help you out, will point you in the right direction and keep you out of a disaster. And we say, wow, I had a close call. How did this happen? You see what I mean? And I do feel there's an overlapping of our worlds, for those who are of us who can see this level, we can feel it. I know I'm a feeler, and I don't really want to be a seer. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see nothing. There. But but remember, when you walk down a crowded street, you say, "Wow, there's a lot of people out here." Let's just say, on the sidewalk that you're on, you're walking down. Half the people are walking the other way towards you, and there's about 35 people in that whole block walking on the sidewalk. How do you know all 35 are real? How do you know it's not 33 people and, and, and two people that are not of this realm that you get a glimpse of? You might turn around and not see them again. They may be there for a purpose with someone else. But do understand that there's other energies out there, there's other levels out there that we cannot pick up. And all of them are not good. But if you carry yourself in a way, in a pure way of goodness, and, you know, we know our enemies out here, yes. But we don't have to dominate our minds with that. We're going to take care of them. 
and they're going to take care of them, right? The earth, the planet, this whole system is taking care of them as we speak right now. But we need some me time for us to raise our level on a spiritual level, um, on different spiritual levels, per se, and become better, see deeper, stop looking at just the surface. There are unseen worlds out here that, that you may not see all of it, but enough of it is there to help guide you. You see? From within, that resonates from that voice. Because, you know, Miko and I did, did a little recording a little while ago. I'll put it up tomorrow because some of it blacked out and I had to, you know, clean it up and everything like that. But like she said, she said the same thing. Listen to that inner voice. It'll guide you. And it talks to me all the time now, more so. Straight up talking. I don't hear it like I hear words spoken out. I hear the words in my spirit. And it'll guide me. Like if I go out tomorrow in the street, I may have an idea where I want to go. But once I go out there, something may say, no, don't do it that way. Go here. Just like I did yesterday and met the young brother who worked at the restaurant. And we're going to be doing a lot of things together. He knows a lot of places. I want a video. You know, that's really a good tour guide then now, right? That's what I was looking for. You know, wasn't, well, let it be a woman so I can do some hanky-panky. No, bring me a person into my life that can show me around and I could use that to show everybody else. I'm out there anyway. I'm out here anyway. I'm way over here. What am I doing? Just come out here just to stay inside? No. I'm going to live and I'm going to share it. I love bringing home the groceries here to my family here online. I don't know why I like it. I just like it. And whoever else wants to participate. I had uh, a troll troll me. It was about a video I did maybe a year and a half ago. I think so. I think about a year and a half ago. I wasn't here. I think it was the other apartment. But this person said, oh, I see you're selling land in Ghana. And I told him, I said, well, you know, well, I didn't notice the email. It, on on scurvemedia at gmail.com, since I started talking on this show, there probably like, might be 300 of them on there. So sometimes I might miss. But Lance at Lance Scurve is a serious stuff. So I'm trying to send you serious stuff there. But I do a good job. I very seldom overlook. But it happens. So I didn't answer this guy. He gave me very short sentences. Um, I want land in Ghana. How much is it? Now, come on, man. How much is it? This is a big behind country. And you're sitting up there, how, like it's one price. Like in the city, it's not more expensive than way out in the country. Or by the water, you know, by, by the beach, it may not be a little more expensive than inland. Or in the mountains, it may be uh-uh, like one size fits all. I already knew it was an issue. So I think he'd been emailing me already like three or four times. And I saw it again. And he's like, is, you're not responding to me. Is this channel fake? And is that number fake? And I got tired. I'm, I'm a human too. I said, yes, it is fake. The channel's fake and the number's fake. Then he went on to say, oh, this is why black people can't uh, stick together and all of this and all of that. And I'm like, dude, you're asking me about a price of land in Ghana, like one size, like how much? That's like going to a car dealership and expecting to get the lowest price. You go into a Toyota dealership and see the biggest pickup, the Tundra, 
<laughs> and you want it for a stripped down Toyota Corolla price. It ain't going to happen. Do your research. You have the internet. I was taking someone around who was selling land. I was not selling land. I'm going to take a screenshot of this and send it to Google because you're misleading people. I said, do what you want. You're not comprehending. Then it got down to the point where he was making threats. I know people in Ghana that can have you locked up really and truly. Then go ahead and do what you got to do. You mean Ghana police and military police going to show up at my door? You did a misleading YouTube video years ago and we have to lock you up. Come on. Some people, I'm going to tell you something. Unseen worlds, yeah, but there's unseen seen worlds of trolls and kooks out here who are so imbalanced and they want to bring drama to your life. I work hard on all of this stuff, y'all. Y'all know that. And these people, they, they, they look at your stuff and they, they can't find any flaws because I nitpick. I'm a perfectionist. It hurts me a little bit, but I got to do what I got to do from the heart. And there's always some negative entity out there coming at you some kind of way. Do not feel as though you have to use kid gloves with these people. They come at you a certain way. They're swinging at you a certain way. You have the universal law right to knock them right back on out. You can't allow this, especially when you are a good person at heart and we all make mistakes and we all mess up, but that's okay. So this is going to be a short one just over an hour because I was up from 3.30 and I promise tomorrow will be a little longer, but I wanted to touch on these topics. I am so knocked out. If you guys want to go into the conference line and talk, feel free. I am feeling it right now, but I'm glad I got this time out. And I do have a few things, short little walk and talk snippets that we did earlier that I'll put up. But it's not the usual long form because I told Mrs. Skirby, I said, we can't just like when we leave out the apartment, you're going to see the same streets. Let's 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 take a van, not far away, but a good distance and do an hour to walk and talk in a whole new area. That's why you haven't been seeing them like that. So possibly tomorrow. Now I know she's going to go up to see her babies. She went and got more plants today and um, she's bringing them up. She's going to plant more. She's been planting planting. So we got those. So I'm probably going to, I'm going to take care of some business in town. So I'll do a little nice walk and talk in an area that you've never seen before. That's the way I want to keep it. You know, but I'm going to get some rest now, y'all. But it's been a pleasure. I love you all. And we're going to do some longer shows, but this tonight I'm feeling it. And I feel you all and your energy. And it's fabulous to me. And you all are a blessing to me. I just really want to say that too. You all mean a lot to me. And um, at my age, <laughs> which I'm not like 90 years old or anything like that, but for me to get to this point, to get this far, to have such wonderful people in my life, it's something that I can't take for granted. You know what I mean? So here it is. I'm going to sign off. Landscurve out. And um, we're going to be right back here tomorrow. If there's any suggestions for shows, just hit me up at Lance at Lanscurve.com. Look, I'll talk about anything, anything, anything. I dare you. <laughs> you know, I'm playing. No, I'm not playing. I'm playing when I say that, but I'm not really playing at all. You know, any experiences or any, any, any slice of a topic so surgically precise that it's not a general thing. I like to do the precise conversations and talk about things. So remember, y'all. 
black businesses, black bookstores, black hospitals, black doctors, black stores, black banks, whatever it may be. I want to compile a list of those in every state and beyond, you know, U.S. soil also. So everybody, no matter where you are, but do the research and make sure that it's black. I don't want to promote something where there's somebody else back there pulling the strings. You see what I mean? I don't care if it's a local sandwich shop in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's a black business. Put them on. Put them on. And let's get them on that list because you might be out there and want a sandwich. <laughs> right? So anyway, much love to you all. I will talk to you tomorrow. If you want to jump on the conference line, feel free. And um, that's always the open invitation anyway. Anyway, much love to you all. Take care. Lance Curve out.
it's in the land Body turn your nigga to a fan Just can't stop thinking about you. I just can't stop thinking about. 